0: you may please be seated, hallelujah, praise God, I thought I would have a one-off word from the Lord for this service, but as it turned out in the dawn service, this is going to be the beginning of another series. Have you been blessed by the previous messages in series form? Because God gives us utterance, sometimes you think it's just going to be a one-off, but then he keeps talking to us again and again and again, and we cannot complain. I thank God for the privilege to be able to hear from him, to listen and to hear what the Spirit is singing. In Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4, the word of God says, The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned to know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakeneth morning by morning, he wakeneth my ear to hear as the learned. It's important that we hear divine instructions. Divine instructions save our lives. Divine instructions move us forward. I pray that in the name of Jesus, those who have been having difficulty in hearing from God, from this service, you begin to hear from God. Can I get a better amen? In Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 21, it says, Your ear shall hear a word behind you, saying this is the way. Walk ye in it when you turn to the left and when you turn to the right. Your ears shall hear a word. I pray for you again that your spiritual ears will open and you will hear a word yeah. one word from God is all it takes to turn your life around anybody's life can be turned around by one word from God just for you to hear just for you to hear when you hear mm, Jesus said and in that day the dead those who are in the tomb shall hear the voice of the Son of God and they that hear shall live when Lazarus had his voice he lived again even though he had been dead for four days Hearing from God is a treasure. And in the days in which we live, I'm going to beg you, I'm going to plead with you, spend time to hear from God. Don't just hear from the apostles on the social media. Don't just hear from your friends. Don't just hear from Google. Hear from God. You are a child of God. You have the spirit of God. That can make a difference between life and death. It can make a difference between prosperity and poverty. Hearing from God is a treasure. Jesus said, my sheep, hear my voice. So please, if you are a sheep, You need to covet to hear from God. You might never have heard from him before. Everybody has a starting point. Everybody has the beginning. Covet it now. And say, Lord, I want to hear from you. Say it now. Say, Jesus, I want to hear from you. When you hear from him, that is when faith comes. It's not just the preaching of the pastor. When you hear from Jesus, faith comes. I can preach a message and the Lord will cause you to hear beyond what I say. Beyond what I say. And that will transform your life. That's why Romans 10, 17 says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Not just hearing the word, hearing by the word. When the hearing comes by the word, it brings with it faith. And when faith comes, all things are possible. Because all things are possible to him that believes. Glory be to God. I'll be in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19 to 20. And I'll be in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Deuteronomy 30, verses 19 to 20. Then I'll be in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Actually, I will take that Deuteronomy from verse 15. Please permit me. Deuteronomy 30 from verse 15 all the way to 20. Moses, the man of God, says, See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. On one hand, life and good. On the other hand, death and evil. Verse 16. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish, may you not perish in the name of Jesus, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land, may your days be prolonged in the name of Jesus, whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. Verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. Verse 20. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice. And that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life, and the length of your days. So that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. The Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Moses, the man of God, presented before the people of God. Two options. Life on one hand, death on the other. Blessing on one hand, cursing on the other. He said, But I counsel you. I plead with you. I encourage you, like your pastor this morning, to choose life. Because it's all in the power of your choice. Choose life so that you and your seed may live. Listen, church. There are things we do today that will have ripple effects on our generations yet unborn. If I know that every action I take is a seed, and it will impact on my generations yet unborn, then I want to do things that will bless them so that when they grow up, they can call me blessed. I don't want to do things that will incur the wrath of God upon my generations. Moses, the man of God, said to them, Choose life. When you choose it, not only you will live, you will live, and then your seed after you, generations upon generations after you, will live by the choice of one man. Some of you don't know, but I'll let you know, that you are representing generations yet unborn those of you who are ladies, you have all the eggs that you need to produce the next generation, and from your own fruit, there are seeds to be produced that will also give back to fruit, and in every fruit, there is a seed, or there are many seeds, and in every seed, you have plenty of fruits, and then in those fruits, you have seeds, that's how we multiply. Can you begin to make choices today that will positively impact your generations yet unborn? Moses said, it's all in your choice. Nobody can curse you unless you choose the curse. People may bless you, but if you don't choose the blessing, it won't manifest. So it was appealing to the people, like I'm appealing to you now. In the days of your youth, There are things to do now that will affect generations yet unborn. But can we do things that will affect them positively? Romans 8.14, the message translation, it says God's spirit beckons. There are things to do and there are places to go. God has an assignment for your life. Can somebody say after me, say God has an assignment for my life? Some of you think, well, I'm just going to be here. Let me just do this, do business, make money, and then have a good life. God's assignment for your life is beyond that. God's assignment for your life will impact generations yet unborn. But how you go about your choices today will determine what becomes of you tomorrow. Listen, in the beginning, you make your choices. You choose to do something. You choose to not do something. But in the end, your choices make you. And they either make or buy you, depending on what you choose. Let's go to my second text, Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. The Lord Jesus speaking here, he said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. And will sup with him and he with me. Did he say, Behold, I stand at the door and I'm going to tear down your door. And I will force my way into your room. And I will sit down with you and eat with you. Did he say that? Come on, talk to me, Did he say that? Did you read that in your Bible? What did he say? I stand at the door and I knock. And if you hear my voice and out of your own volition, you choose to open the door because I'm not going to force myself on you. I will come in because you have invited me. You have opened the door, and I will sit with you, and I will sup with you, and you with me. That's a blunt check. That's God giving everybody a fair, a level playing ground. The outcome of your life in the future will be determined by the choices you make today. You have nobody to blame, no parents to blame. No community to blame, no country to blame, no government to blame. People live their lives based on the government. Someday in Nigeria we have a good government and everything will be rosy. I don't know if that will ever come. We are praying for Nigeria to be healed. We are praying for Nigeria to be well. But then, I don't know if there's any Mr. Fix-It anywhere that can fix the multifaceted challenges of this country. If you fix the infrastructure, do you fix the way people think? Can you get there in our value system? You know, many times we blame the president, blame everybody. I do that too. I don't like their system. I don't like it at all. But again, there are certain things that people do on the road that you say, is, is this also the president? You are driving and then the traffic light shows red and you are still driving. At red! At red! I screamed on the guy that took me last night. I was in church till very late. I didn't have a car. So I ordered the boat ride. And at Premier Johnson, the guy saw it and he was still driving. I said, That's red! That's red! That's red. He says I is in the night. I said, and so what? Because in the night, He said, nobody wait? I said, I wait. And my children are always in the car when I'm driving. I'm teaching them something that in the future, when you start driving and you see red, red means stop. One of our pastors in one of the foreign lands, I won't mention. He was driving one day, he's a top engineer, very successful, in his country, in Luo country. And the light shot red. But as a Nigerian man, he continued. Now, overseas, nobody will run after you. Every car has an address. So the bill is coming to your house. And when you don't pay, they will charge you to court. Traffic offenses overseas are, are grievous offenses. They, are, they carry grave consequences. Not only did they give him a bill, they took him to the hospital. To check his brain, he say I'm well. They say no, you are not well. He say I'm an engineer with so and so company. He say well, you might be an engineer, but something is wrong. You might not know. Eh? People are sick; they don't know. He said, Ah, I'm even a pastor, full of the Holy Ghost. Ah, you are sick. You are sick because a, to them, to the white people, a normal human being will not see red and continue to drive. You are not normal. You can imagine the number of abnormal people we have in our country people drive one way they face the, they drive the wrong direction i don't know how many car riders are well i don't know how many tricycle riders are well i don't know how many micro drivers are aware. Well. i mean obviously we drive on the right in nigeria they will face left and they've killed many people because of that because when you want to cross the road normally you look left all right and then later you look you look right is that right But in Nigeria, you must look left, you look right, you look left, you look right, you look left, right, left, right, center. Then you look back because a madman might be be riding a bike. Things that are not normal have become the norm in our country. So I I really don't know if there is any hope, but our hope is in God. So that there can be a, a, a change in the way people think first, in the way we think, unless... There is a change in the way we think. Forget it. Build all the infrastructure like Dubai. That's what our government is spending money building. When you should be developing the minds of people. Investing in the minds of the people. The way people think. Somebody told me when a Korean man wants to steal anything, maybe like street lights, he will first of all ask himself, how will this affect my next door neighbor? The street light is for everybody. I learned on some roads now where they have solar solar panels. People are going there to steal the solar panels. Because they want to feed themselves. You are not thinking of the accident that might happen as a result of the darkness. That you are going to occasion by your stealing. I want to address certain things this morning. And from this series. To help us. To remind us that we are not of this world. Even though we are in this world. We are children of the most high God. And we should not be guilty of the same thing that they are guilty of. So that really God can bless us. We are the ambassadors of Christ. We should be different. And that starts from the way we think. I have for a title this morning, God proposes, man disposes. Say with me, God proposes, man disposes. I know some of you might be fighting that in your mind. Pastor, we have never had that before. We normally hear man proposes, God disposes. Man proposes, you know, you know why people say that? Because they are very uncertain about God. You never know. Maybe you plan to read nothing now. God might not give you admission, but they might give you admission for chemistry. Chemistry. Not chemistry. Chemistry. Because man proposes, God disposes. You might want to be an engineer, but you end up being a a last man. man proposes, God disposes. Because, you know, sometimes you might want to to live in the battle, but only man proposes, but God disposes. You might end up in Enugu. It gives the picture. of a God who is not reliable. In other words, you may plan your life, but God can scatter the plan. That's not my God. That's not my God. In this series, I won't get there today, but I'll get there someday. We will go into the scriptures to see how that it is actually God that proposes, and how proposes. And it is up to man to dispose. Let me tell you something. As my main initial thought, God is a good God. And so whatever he has in mind, whatever he has as a plan for your life is a good one. And God can be trusted. Can I have an amen? God is a good God. When God is looking at you, he's thinking, I want to bless this God. I want this girl to be great. I want this guy to reveal my glory. I want this lady to manifest my, 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 my kindness. That's the way God keeps thinking about us. The Bible says his mind is full of us. Psalm 8, the one of the angels says, What is man? Maybe verse 4. That thou art mindful of him. And the son of man, that you crown him with glory and honor. Because every time God is looking at us, God is looking at how to bless us. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. He says, I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. They are plans of good and not of evil. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and hope. And Ivy says, a future and hope. God says, I don't just care about your yesterday and today, I care about your tomorrow. I want to bless you want to bless you. I want you to be big. Your being big does not intimidate me. It gives me joy. Your being big can intimidate some people. Small thinking people around you. They don't mind when you are small, you remain small. But when you become big, they are intimidated. God is not intimidated. God is pleased. Somebody say God is pleased. Because you serve a big God. Somebody say I have a big God. Every time, I, I allow that to affect my thinking. So I look up and say, God, you fill up everywhere. You are big. God is vast. God is great. God is immense. God is huge. I think that way. God said, I have a good plan for you. Third John, verse 2. he says, beloved, above all things, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So God is interested in you doing well. Amen? Religion tells us Don't be too close to God, because you never know. He has a long cane in his hand. You make a mistake, he's going to whip you, man. That's why when something bad happens to people, all that people around them say, "Eh, God has caught him, or God has caught her. God doesn't catch anybody, amen? If he catches you, you are blessed, amen? The only thing chasing you every day, goodness and mercy. Surely, God's goodness and mercy are following me all the days of my life. Can I have an amen to God? Let me share with you my initial thoughts this morning. In life, it is important what you believe. Your belief system affects how you think, which then affects the outcome of your life. Your belief system affects how you think, and then how you think affects the outcome of your life. Many people are their own enemies. How? Because of their belief system. What they believe, how they believe it, and how they think. Everybody is a product of how they think, how you think. Your life will turn out in the direction of your thoughts. Now, let me give you my initial thoughts. Number one, you become what you believe. Say, you become what you believe. Say it like you mean it. You become what you believe. Say, I become what I believe. John 1, 11 and 12. The Bible says he came to his own, and his own received him not. But in verse 12, he says, but as many as received him, To them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. He came as the son of God. He came to his own. His own received him not. Then he went to other people. And then they believed him. And then they received him. And then to those that received him. And believed him. He empowered them to become What they believed, he empowered them to become sons of God. He is the son of God. They believed on him as the son of God, then he made them sons of God. In other words, he made them what they believed. They believed him as the son of God, they were not sons of God. But because they believed him, he also made them sons of God. Can I have an amen to that? And so they have also become what they believe today. We are sons of God. Can I have an amen? Because we believe in Jesus, can I have a better amen to that? So we have become what we believe. And it shows in every area of your life. It applies in every area of your life. You become what you believe. You become what you believe. Never forget this in your life. So be careful what you believe. Some people believe that they're going to die young. They die young. They believe it. Say, well, who knows? They'll never see next year. They don't see next year. Don't be shocked. Don't be surprised. Some believe that they are going to be small. Nobody will like them, and nobody likes them. I remember a particular lady that complains to me. Pastor, nobody likes me. I don't know why. I said, who told you that? You are beautiful. You are this. You are that. Uh, Pastor, nobody likes me. I don't know. It's like that. So everywhere I go. So people begin to treat her that way. I say it's because of what you believe. Who told you? Who sat you down and said, hey, baby girl, nobody likes you. Nobody did that but the devil. The devil made her believe that. And that is affecting her. I said, Mio, I like you, but in your heart and in your mind, you believe that nobody likes you. That's why people are treating you the way they are treating you. You become what you believe. I believe that wherever I go, I have the favor of God. I believe that. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about myself. I, I, Mio, come and touch me. Debbie, come and touch me. Tap from the favor. Tap from the favor that from the favor. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. I am blessed and highly favored. So wherever I go, I see the favor of God on a regular, on a daily basis. Can I have an amen to that? You become what you believe. Do you also believe you're blessed? You also believe you're highly favored? Number two, my initial thoughts, number two, you cannot be greater than your thought life. You cannot. Nobody can be greater than the way they think. This is why the enemy walks 24-7, round the clock, to ensure that we think small, so that we can remain small. Have you noticed that Christians are the most intimidated people in the world? Especially in the business world. We don't take giant strides. We rent small shop, small machine, small everything. Everything! Small, small. Because you are afraid. Ah, if you do it big, what if nobody patronizes you? What if nobody buys into your brand? What if nobody you know, follows you on Instagram? What if nobody calls you? Can I ask you a question? What if everybody comes to your shop? What if everybody chooses to follow you? What if everybody tries to buy into your brand? Are you prepared to handle everybody? Our fear many times, I won't call it the fear that we will fail, but our fear is that we fear that we will succeed. We fear success. We can't handle it. Who will I do? How will I handle it? So it keeps us in our shell. We are too powerful. So we are afraid of ourselves. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him that is able to do just enough. Now unto him that is able to do small. How much is he able to do? Exceeding one. abundant little Above three. All you could ever ask or think according to what? Come on, talk to me. The power that works in heaven. That works in you. There's a powerhouse in you. Someone said there's a powerhouse in me. Wow. And you are afraid of that powerhouse. What if that business idea God gives you, you exploit, and in the next three months it yields a million US dollars? You are afraid. Ah! Pastor, I don't have a domiciliary account. Oh, EFCC will be after me. Oh! Ah! And God is saying, Oh, look, 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 look how pitiful your thinking is. Proverbs 23, verse 7. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Somebody say, I will never be small again in my life. As a man, for as he thinketh in his heart, the devil cannot make you small. It's as you think that makes you small. I say that again. The witches and wizards combined together in your father's village, plus your mother's village, combined cannot make you small. Ah, pastor, they've taken my glory. They rubbed their hand on my head when I was sleeping. That was that like they took my glory. Yeah, too. What kind of glory was that? Is as you think. You know what is robbing you of the glory? Your thought pattern. If I enter America today, I will find the favor of God. I will never be stranded from the airport to my school, to that conference center, to my hotel. Everything will work in my favor. That's somebody's thinking. And they land, and somebody smiles at them, hello, welcome to the United States. How you doing? You set up your accommodation? Uh, Well, yeah, I'm trying to work that out. I got some information for you. You might just like this offer. Boom. But somebody's already too intimidated. They enter airport, they're looking like Osofia. Osofia, don't enter London. Hey, you see, America, don't let me walk in that area. I don't want them to deport me. Can you see that? Small thinking. Some people don't ever think success. Look, there is something called imagination. Imagination is a gift from God. As you are seated here, do you know you can be in New York right now? If you like to travel to London now, free of charge, I mean free, you don't need, to, you don't need visa, you don't need flight ticket, you don't need anything, you don't even need a master You can be in London now. You, in your mind, you can create your own London. They say so one place is Oxford Street. They said the buildings are red. I can make my own buildings blue. <laughs> are, are you with me? Are you with me this morning? The power of imagination. The devil explores that. And he ensures we use it in the negative against ourselves. What if I die? What if I board a plane and my plane crashes? Whether you board a plane in your lifetime or not, you will still die one day. One of our our sisters, our dad was always afraid of flying. The man is dead now. He was not afraid of flying. He was afraid of dying. Because the devil works on people's imagination. The day you fly, the plane will crash. Why must it be your plane that will crash? Are you with me this morning? Why don't we imagine ourselves being successful? Why don't you imagine you starting a company and you have a 1,000 employees? I mean, you are giving a 1,000 jobs to people. And of those 1,000, many of them are family men feeding several amounts from you. Why don't you imagine organizing a crusade And the dead are raised back to life. Why don't you imagine that? Why don't you imagine that God is using you mightily? Why don't you imagine yourself highly favored? Why do we always imagine the negative? The devil explores that. Are you with me? And unfortunately, nobody can help you to change your thinking because you have to get into the word of God and change the way you think. Let me help you how. This is how. How? To change your thinking is to spend time in God's word to have your bath. How do we have our bath in God's bathroom? Meditation. Somebody say meditation. No matter how many times you had your bath yesterday, if you get it into the bathroom now, you will still wash some dirty stuff out of your body. Is that clear? Is that right? Is that right? Our mind is a dirty place many times, is a battlefield. The enemy is firing thoughts into the mind. God also wants to occupy that space. You need to take that space into God's bathroom and get some washing. What does the washing is water. As water washes your body physically, the word of God washes your mind spiritually. Can I have an amen to that? Amen. Ephesians 5, verses 25 and 26. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Verse 26. I didn't say, Pastor Fred, I said Ephesians. Ephesians 5, verse 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water. How? Come on, church. How? So every time the word is going out like this, there is a washing of water that is happening to your mind. Every time you sit on your own inside the word of God, this is God's bathroom. The word is God's bathroom. Get in there and base daily. We stink when we don't have our bath. Spiritually, it is the reason many people are stinking. Because they are not taking their bath regularly. Getting to the Word of God is not just a routine. Getting there is a good routine. Brushing your teeth is a routine, isn't it? If you don't brush 24 hours, then you find out uh, the price. It's a very high price. Hello? Lord have mercy. Soak away around here. No soak away. No septic tank. It's the mouth. Scientists have proven that the mouth is as dirty as the anus. Lord have mercy. So, those of you that are kissing people everywhere, don't kiss anybody unless they are married to you. Are you getting what I'm saying this morning? The mind. As you sit down in the word, you are getting the washing of the water by the word. It is in the place of renewing your mind that you say, ah ah, oh girl, come. I'm a daughter of the most high God. I shouldn't be this disturbed. I'm disturbed. You know, there are times that you just may be disturbed and you can't place your hand on it. You're just worried. You're just restless. Uneasy. What's going on? Ah, I'm a daughter of the most high God. Or sometimes you lose your sleep. You can't sleep. They say insomnia. What's insomnia? How old am I that we have insomnia? Insomnia. Even in all age, I should sleep well, amen? It is as you sit in the bathroom of God. You begin to think, ah, 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 I shouldn't have failed that course. Mm-mm. I know I played too much. I'm going to go back there. I'm going to spend some more time. Then I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit for my areas of concentration. It is as you sit in the place of meditating on the word of God. That your the dirty part of your mind is being washed away it's okay ah pornography no, no 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 i don't need you <laughs> what have you now nah, let me let, let's talk let's talk mr porn what have you brought to my life what have you brought to the table have you brought money to my account have you brought me peace and joy you've always left me broken you've left me drained spiritually drained. all the anointing i gathered from from a place and i was so high in the name of the spirit in one in five minutes you just Go, Kamari Ramon, in the name of Jesus, in the place of meditation. That's when you get angry and say, ah, ah, on. my grandpa was broken. My dad said, hustle. he say, this hustle thing, I don't transfer to me. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Ah, no, 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 no. In the place of meditating in the world. You know what's happening to you? You're getting some... Wash him, wash and then you are not thinking differently. You are now thinking differently. You are now thinking differently, and then your friends will see that the way you are talking now is different from the way you used to, you all used to talk. You talk together. Oh but we die here, we die, we die, we pastor. we the manager. Then you begin to say, No, 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 I'm not dying here. I live in the name of Jesus. I beg you pastor. Then they call you pastor now. Because somebody is getting into the into the bathroom of God. Are you getting what I'm saying this morning? And then the people say, "With their money, with their part." No, I, I'm not. I'm not a vulcanizer. I'm not patching anything. Amen. Praise God. I'm in charge. I'm blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. Amen, there with the money. No, no, no. In reality, I'm blessed and highly favored. Because there is now a distinction between the one that is having their bath regularly in the Word of God, and the one that is sold out. To the garbage on social media. There's no way you sit on social media, especially that Instagram, and watch some handles and watch some, some semi-nude and semi-porn content, and you are there for three hours, and after that, you will hear thus saith the Lord. You will never hear that. There's no way you listen to some crazy radio programs Friday night. When I was growing up in Mokola, they used to they used to have that program Friday night, every Friday. I don't know why they chose Friday night. The presenter will first of all he decide. Hmm. Then they begin to tell you about the exploits of the devil, demonic exploits. That there is one house inside one village in the Jebu, You just be hearing the, the, the beating of the drum. Nobody's there beating the drum, but you'll be hearing to Said, hmm. One child died in Noshobo. They found them selling pepper in Oshodi said, ah! Then after the program, we can't sleep again. And Nepa was not kind to us. After the program, they'll take light. So now sleep becomes a problem. And my father, my father never used to close his door. He will open the door. And I used to sleep on, this, on the same bed as my father. Breeze will now blow the curtain. Oh my God! I will cringe. Ah! He said, "What's what's your?" I will not be able to tell him they are coming for me. Who is coming for you? All the nonsense that I that I got jammed into my spirit from the airwaves. Are, are you with me, Church? As faith cometh by hearing, fear also cometh by the same channel, by hearing. If I tell you now, okay guys, let's thank the Lord. We're in His presence today. It is well in Jesus' name. I just got information on my phone now. There are terrorists outside. They are positioned where positioned in front of our gate. So, begin to repent now. Whatever it is that you have done in your life, your father see, your mother see, great grandfather, great grandmother. <laughs> I said, please don't don't try to run. The, I've I've seen I've, I've got the message. They are all around around the building. So. Let's just, let's just repent. Any moment from now, we can. Here, to care, to care. Let, let's just repent. <laughs> Somebody will say, ah, oh I don't want to come to church. I don't want to come to church. Pastor Pastor go in, go in, go in. You went with the event of I don't want to come to church. People will be win-win in the episode. Hey, Lord. But I say, Every fool. <laughs> do you know what happened to you a few moments ago fear through what you heard that's why you have to guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life are you getting what i'm saying this morning nobody can be greater than their thought life can we begin to think big is it possible is it possible number three on my initial thoughts Your belief system determines your actions. Your belief system determines your actions. People do what they believe. If people don't believe in coming to Bible study, they won't come. Those who come, come because they believe in it. They believe that's where to grow. They believe that's where to be fed by God, apart from Sunday. So no matter what I say, I mean, some of our members have been privileged to visit them at home, and I ask myself, this person is coming from this distance to church. God, you have to bless them. All. Some, they live right here in Mokola. To even come on Sunday to make dawn service is an issue. You know why? People do what they believe. So don't kill yourself because of anybody. H-O-M, relax. relax. When you tell them to do something, don't do it. Mm, Look for someone else. I don't worry myself anymore. I eat well. Well in the night. And I sleep well. When we come back to the, oh, okay, that issue is still there. Okay, you'll be all right. Last, last. People act according to their belief system. In 2 Corinthians 4.13, the Bible says, We have in the same spirit of faith as it is written, I believed, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and we therefore speak. When you believe, you will speak. What you believe is betrayed by your speech. When I listen to you, five ten minutes, I have an idea what you believe. I was in a gathering yesterday, and somebody was praying for the celebrant. She clocked 50, said you will get to the sixth floor, you will get to the seventh floor, you get to the eighth floor, you get to so eighth floor, and then tenth floor. Then somebody said, eleven and twelve. Somebody said, ah no no what's eleven and twelve? When you are hundred, is enough? It's, you, don't, you don't need. To, what was that? One ten, one twenty. I said, but God said, Genesis six three, the number of his days shall be hundred and twenty. <laughs> if you can believe God is available, amen. But if you can't believe God, maybe when you are seventy. So when you see people die young, sometimes. Don't blame God. We are too quick to blame God. It's been a long journey. What they have been singing and confessing and singing and confessing and singing and confessing right from the days of their youth. Ah, anybody can die at any time. Oh. Hey, anything can happen oh. well, as I am. now, I don't even prepare for tomorrow because mm, eh, I don't have any plans. Oh. Anybody can die at any time. Ah, I, mean, I will eat the life of my head today. My jayori miloni. The life of my head. I will chop it today. Because... Madaio Mu men your lao Ma da Yon you men your lao And people talk death 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 Alojabade Talodabade They can die at any time because they can die because they, they talk death Death, death. God bless the soul of Dr. young Cho. He wrote in one of his books, titled, Use Your Faith Energy. A Korean man himself, he said, do you know why the Koreans, back in the day, used to die young? He himself being a Korean, he said he discovered from the word of God that they, they spoke too much of death in their words. So when a Korean man is angry, he will say, I'm angry to death you think that's well, maybe because he was angry. Even when he was happy, he say, I'm happy to death. When he's hungry, he says, say, I'm hungry to death. When he's full, he says, he's full to death. Everything is to death. My shoes are killing me, killing me softly. It's in our music. Killing me softly. It is worse. words, I my man, baby, they kill me. You won't keep messing. Ah, you're, you're killing me, man. All right? May you not die in Jesus' name. Amen. Words are not just for communication. Words carry spirits. Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Can you speak life over yourself? They believed. Therefore, they spoke. We also believe and we therefore speak. And look, (laughs) I speak My wife knows you can't speak negativity over my children. You can't speak it over me. We disallowed our parents and grandparents and friends to ever, ever, ever use the word stubborn for my son. Boys play, man. Boys play. If you have a boy who is not playing, take him to prayer mountain. Here, bring him here. This is a prayer mountain. Boys run around. They break something. As boys, they can finish eating, turn their, their, their whatever into football. And then grandparents are quick to say, ah, this boy is stubborn. That's it. No, 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 my child is not stubborn. In the name of Jesus, he's not stubborn. We invented a new word and we gave them. He's active. Can I have an amen? Are you stubborn? Are you stubborn? Words. So today, now everybody has adjusted because they know I won't take it. Yesterday, somebody was talking about my car. He said, You know, uh, brother friend, you know the exhaust. You might need to go and see a, a mechanic because the exhaust of this car, uh, as an exhaust, you see a fine car like this, and I still say, You're talking exhaust. Why are you so pessimistic? Some people, when you give them a donut, they don't see the door. They see the hole inside the donut. So why does it have a hole in the middle? I if the whole is a disease. For me, it's a design, not a disease. Amen? A pessimist will see a problem in every opportunity. When you give some Nigerians opportunity, they see a problem inside it. They will tell you 1,100 reasons why it cannot work. It's because of what they believe and how they think. I told them immediately. I said, no, sir, this car is working perfectly well. It's in the best condition. Can I have an amen to that? My wife was saying that this say, ah, I love you, my husband. You gave it to me. It must not be cold. That's that somebody will tell you. For instance, now, if you're not driving now, you know, go for be, go, go for me, 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 go for me. If you say, go for me, keep it to yourself. Don't ever, don't screw it out. If I hear, go for me, I will even wait. Because what you're about to say is evil. And I will not buy what you are selling. Go for me, go for me, go for me. God for God forbid! though. If you now have an accident, I will never be involved in an accident in the name of Jesus. Say, no, I'm not saying that you have an accident. I'm not saying, that's what I said, God forbid. That just in case, even in the in case, I will never have an accident. Two sisters were talking this church. One of them said, for example, now let's say you are poor now. The other said, I cannot be poor. He said, no, I'm not saying you are poor. I'm saying, for example. She said, even in the example, I cannot be poor. People speak what they believe. Are you with me? May you live up to 120 like Moses. May you live strong and finish strong. May your days be blessed. May your walks be blessed. May you prosper in all you do. May you excel in life. That's what I want to hear. I, don't, I, I hate negativity. So every morning I pump myself with the word of God. Matthew, I pump myself with the word. So I'm, I'm sweating the word, I'm speaking the word, I'm spewing the word. If I spit on you, it's not a word. I charge myself, why? And I charge myself in the Holy Ghost, Jude one twenty, Beloved, building up yourself on your most relevant, praying in the Holy Ghost. So negative people, when they see me, they move. I won't allow somebody to come and dunk their garbage on me. No, no. No, people act what they believe. They say what they believe. They say it. And it happens for them like that. Because it is unto you, according to your faith. Matthew 8, 28, those blind men followed Jesus. They said, do you believe I can do this? They said, yes, sir. He said, be it unto you, according to your faith. Matthew nine fifteen. 15, do you believe I can do it? Yes, be it unto you, according to your faith. Matthew 15, also, the Syrophoenician woman, do you believe... Do according to your faith? It's a law in the kingdom. Some guys in Luke chapter 5 came to his house. His house was filled up. No room for anybody again. They could see it. The ushers told them at the door, you can't enter. They say, For where? We believe. That's why we came. We brought our friend. He's paralyzed, paralytic. We will enter. <coughs> they said, well, beg- forget. We can't enter through the door. They went to rent a ladder, they climbed the place. They- do you think it's easy to carry a man that is paralyzed like a dead body? To carry him up all the way on top of a ladder. It's easier to throw him down. Climbing the ladder is a job. Some of you can't climb ladder. Vataigo. Vataigo will not allow you. Oh oju. I don't know how they did it. Four, four, four Carried this guy up. When they got to the roof of Jesus' house, they said, ah, it's Gerardo. The roof is Gerard. Very expensive and tough. Say, said, hammer, biko. They got hammer. They got Yosho. Uh, they, they got saw. They began to, Jesus was teaching in the house, and he was hearing, ooh, ooh, ooh. They tore the roof open. After tearing the roof, they tore the POP, asbestos, suspended ceiling, POP. They tore it, they destroyed it and they lowered their friend down the bible says jesus saw their faith because they believed they took that desperate measure desperate people do desperate things how desperate are you about your destiny you just allow people speak over you you don't speak back you don't talk to god you don't talk to yourself you don't stand in front of the mirror and say hey baby girl you are healed in the name of jesus you are blessed in the name of jesus you don't get to your shop and decree the word of God. You, this shop, all these clothes, they are for sale. Not for show. For sale. Go. How long will you stay docile and allow life to happen to you? Kill sirah, sirah. What will be with thee? If I sell, I sell. If I don't sell, I don't sell. You'll be broke. You'll be broke. You better start selling. Can I have an amen? The woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5, verses 27 to 28. She said within herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. She believed that. The Bible said when she had heard of Jesus, she heard, she heard of Jesus. Somebody told her about Jesus. She said, wow, this Jesus, if I can just see him like this, I will touch the hem of his garment. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be whole. She had never seen him before, but she had heard of Jesus. When she heard, faith came, because faith came by hearing. Are you with me, church? She took the risk of being stoned. She was bleeding. She was hemorrhaging away. She would have been stoned in public. But she took the risk. I will risk my life. Some can't take any risk. Not taking a risk is a risk. Is the reason many Christians are small. You are doing business. God said, expand. You say, how can I expand? When my customer base has not expanded. Why should I expand? Okay, God says, remain like that then. You are not making room for more. Isaiah, I believe it's 54. Enlarge the place of thy tent. From verse 1, give me verse 1. Sing, O barren, thou that did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud. Thou that did not travel with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married who have seen the Lord. Verse 2 says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Enlarge. Get more rooms. Enlarge. Let me tell your neighbor, say enlarge. This morning I want you to enlarge your thinking capacity. Enlarge your believing capacity. Enlarge. Enlarge the place of your tent. And let them hire people to stretch forth the cuttings of your habitation. Spear not. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. Why? Because I'm coming for you and I'm coming big. Did somebody say amen to that? Enlarge your expectations. This is the season of the greater glory. What do you believe? There are right beliefs, which produce right thinking and right results. But there are also wrong beliefs, which produce wrong thinking and wrong results. Let me begin to get to the middle of the message, and I will stop at the middle and take it off from there next time. I want to give you an example of wrong thinking, wrong belief. People say man proposes, God disposes. It is wrong. wrong but I'm not dealing with that today, even though it's my title. I'm dealing with it next time. Let me start with the one that is very popular that you know, sin is believing. Have you ever ever heard of that statement in your life? Have you heard it before? Can I hear, can I get a yes? Sin is believing. What does that mean? If I don't see, I will not believe. (laughs) You say that person can do that thing. Have you seen him do it before? Has he done it for anybody? Nobody wants to be the guinea pig, the one to test the experiments with. And many have been caught short. They lost that window of opportunity because they were judging the person, not having seen what he had done before. I laugh in Nigeria when you are looking for a job as a fresh graduate, they say, you must, you must have NYSC, BSC, everything, and then five-year working experience. Five year working experience for someone who just graduated? Won't at least somebody give them a chance to have that experience? That's why this country is the way it is lopsided. Overseas, they don't have that rubbish. If it's a management position that requires experience, they will let you know. But there are entry level management positions too. Entry level. You hardly see that here. That's why people falsified documents, they lie, they change their date of birth, they change everything just to fit into the system somebody was born in 1978 on his international passport you have 1973 somebody was born in 1972 on his passport 1978 anyway people say sin is believing but can I tell you what In this kingdom, you must believe before you can see anything. In the world, they see, then they believe. Okay, Ah, now wow, so this is your shop. Eh, eh. Now I believe you are a fashion designer. Okay, this is your stethoscope. Now I believe you are a doctor. They must see. But in the kingdom, And the kingdom is within us. Luke 17, 20 to 21. And we are also within the kingdom. Because in him we live and move and have our being. Acts 17, 28. In this kingdom, listen expression now. This is where I'm going to stop. In this kingdom, you must believe before you see anything that God will do in your life. You see it from the word of God. You believe it. Then you will see it outside. It will come to you. Believing precedes sin. I want to be married this year. Do you believe? If you believe, the man will show up. You will see. I want to do my master's overseas. Do you believe? Uh, let me go and check my account first. If you go and check your account, you will never take a step. And you're not going anywhere. Are you with me? I know many of you in your, I mean, you fantasize, ah, no, and I wish I could just do my master's in the UK, UK, but, eh, is it my type? So your type remains on the same spot. Which type, Joe, goes abroad to do master's? Which type? Ah, the type that, you know, the dad is a professor, like the mom is a medical doctor, now that your own father is a fashion designer, and your mommy is a mechanic. Did they tell you that you cannot make it? Somebody is making fashion for the wife of the president. Somebody is making for governor's wives, senator's wives. Why can't it be you? Somebody is doing their makeup. They have a one every time. Somebody is managing their wardrobe. They even hire them. So come and be managing my wardrobe. The president cannot come out anyhow. Somebody is managing him. His job for... For, for the moment a president is sworn in, at least four years, your job is to be his wardrobe manager. So you are in his bedroom. You tell him, ah, no, sir, um, that color, we have to combine with this. Oh, oh, no, sorry, I cannot, ah, sir, sir, you have to, you are, you are the president of that. You, you massage his ego. He okay, okay. okay. He <laughs> said, we make very, I should wear this, all right. That was like somebody gave him big uh, something when he went to him. In order to prevent that from happening, there has to be a manager. Is there anybody into wardrobe management here? Nobody. You see what we are saying now? Huh? Okay, somebody. God will lift your head. And God will lift all of you in the name of Jesus. Jesus. In this kingdom, we believe before we see. God's ways are not our ways. So you have to believe first. John 11 and verse 40. At the tomb of Lazarus, Jesus made a statement to the sisters of Lazarus. Have I not said to you, if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. We are talking about the greater glory days. Am I right about that? Jesus said, thou wouldest Please, media, have mercy. John eleven forty. 40. I want everybody to see that. John eleven forty. 40. John eleven forty. 40. Jesus said unto her, said, said, said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest see, thou shouldest believe the glory. Come and talk to me, church. What comes first? Believe. Then after you believe, what will happen? You see the glory. Does anybody want to see the glory of God? In your life, in your family, what about your business? What about your career? What about your academics? What about your relationship? What about your finances? You like to see the glory? Let me tell you, neighbor, believe, believe, believe. That's the first thing. You believe. See, if you can believe, you will see. Even R. Kelly, that was not a believer. He said, I believe I can fly. Before you fly, you have to believe first. And he flew, really. Just that he messed it up. Now you don't mess it up in Jesus' name. It's so sad that the children of the world are wiser in their generation than the children of the kingdom. Some of our mates are doing exploits in the world. Because somehow, you know what? They believe in themselves. They don't even believe God. They believe in themselves. And they are going that far. How much more we who believe in the Almighty God? They should be looking at us like this. The gap between us and them should be very wide. I see somebody going up from this service in the name of Jesus. Galatians 2:2, Paul said, I went up by revelation. By the revelation hitting your spirit this morning, you are going up in the name of Jesus. The next time they see you, they won't find you on the ground. Yeah. You'll be soaring in the sky. Yeah. I said, you'll be swearing in the sky. Yeah. I said, you'll be swearing in the sky. Yeah. I got that from the word of God. Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 8. He said, who are these that fly? Who are these that fly as the doves to their window? Who are these that fly as a cloud? And as the doves to their windows, I prophesy to somebody's life here, you'll become an enviable flyer from this service in the name of Jesus. Yes. People will look at you and say, who are these that fly? They will never find you crawling anymore. Yes. Somebody here will write a book that will become a bestseller. Yes. Some of you have creative ideas. Your creative ideas find expression and they meet with the grace of God in the name of Jesus. Nations will send for your gifting in the name of Jesus. You will become an enviable flyer. They will envy you. From today, no human being will ever have the opportunity to pity you again. They will begin to envy you. You will become the talk of the town for the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, shout a better amen. You have to believe these things before you see them. My wife, is my witness, amongst many witnesses. She said, I've I've had you say things, and I've seen you do them. I've seen God do them in your life. I made up my mind years ago. I don't want to be small again. Not for people to see me, but to see the bigness of my God in my life. There are things God does for me. I don't know how he does them. Even when those things happen, I, I try to fight those things. I say, can this be God? Can, can, it's, it's, it's too big for me. Can this be? And God says, hey, maybe you asked for it. You spoke it. I decree from today, from this moment, God is raising enviable flyers from this house. Yeah. Those that will be envied by others, God will raise them from this house. See what God is doing in his life. See what God. I say God will raise them in this house. Those who have mocked you. Your God will answer them. One result silences insults. The kind of result that we silence insults. God will begin to give you. Sometimes all you need is God to show up. He just shows up and everybody's quiet. May God show up for you. May God show up on your behalf. May God show up with you. May God show up on you. May God show up through you. In the name of Jesus. That anointing to prophesy came on me, and I've done it. In this kingdom, let me close with the story of Thomas. John chapter 20. Thomas, Brother Didymus. From verse 25. Jesus came after he had resurrected resurrected Christ. And the disciples were at home. But Thomas went to play football. And I have nothing against playing football. I envy my son. He knows all those footballers. I don't know one. I can't recall. If you point at Neymar, I don't know Neymar. Is he a human being? <laughs> or a country? Is it Neymar or Neymar? <laughs> he tells me, mentions all those names. But men, don't try me. I'm a good footballer. Thomas was not at home that day. He had gone to play, no, he went to play draft. Football is for active people, draft is for the elderly. They sit down. Big Tommy. So the other disciple said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, look at what he said. Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. Listen, he didn't say, Except I see his hand. Read your Bible very well. Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. Because we were there when it was nailed. So I must see the hole of the nails. Two. That's one. Somebody say one. And put my finger into the print of the nails. Now one, except I see the print of the nails. Two. I put, somebody say put two. I must put i see i put i will feel the nail they'll fill the hole drilled in his hand by the nail number three someone say number three and thrust my hand into his side because that was the last thing they did to jesus that roman soldier pierced his side with a spear water gushed out blood gushed out he said unless i thrust my hand in that hole See what he said, finally. Read it, church. Four words. Say it. I will not believe. As an act of my will, I will not believe. So, in his case, unless I see and touch and feel him, Many of us are like that today. Pastor, ah, it's not easy to believe the word of God. Ah, let God do something. Let me even see one small alert first. Then I will, I will start believing. Let God try me with 50K. He's just try me. If I will believe him or not, if I will serve him or not. God doesn't show up for such people. He shows up for the ones that believe, whether there is credit alert or debit alert or no alert at all. And you keep saying, Lord, I believe you. Lord, I trust you. I know you are with me and I will never be stranded. Those are the kind of people that God shows up for. See what happened one week after. Next verse. Thank you, media. And after eight days, again his disciples were with him and Thomas with them. He was at home this time, watching African magic. Then came Jesus. The door's been shut. Don't read it in a hurry. Jesus didn't open the door, he just showed up. About. One day you can just be reading your Bible in your room. You just show up. I said, come on. Peace be unto you now. bless am And then he put his arm around your shoulder. Oh, my God. Oh, the aroma. The perfume was not made here. Made in heaven. One week after he has left, you are still smelling. You go everywhere smelling nice. Ah, please. Where do you get this perfume? Ah, visitation from the Lord. Amen. He showed up and stood in the mist right in the middle of all of them and said shalom the Jewish people when they greet they say shalom and then you say shalom Jesus said to them shalom, that's the word interpreted peace in English as he said shalom to all of them they knew the voice of the master oh the master is there again Thomas was at home this time then he faced Thomas media please Then said it to Thomas, I can imagine him in a loud voice. Reach hither the finger and behold my hands, and reach hither the hand and thrust it to my side. Jesus lifted his garment. Oh yeah, put your hand. Put your hand. If it were you, can you put your hand? Don't let me put it. Don't let, I, cannot, I cannot try to put it, sir. He rebuked him. Thrust him to the side And side. I'm being but Don't believe him. Sisters, don't marry a brother whose name is Didymus. If his name is Thomas, have mercy on him. But this guy was Thomas Didimos. Didy. Jesus addressed the three areas of Thomas's requests. One, I must see the print of the nail. Two, I must touch it. Three, I remember his side. I must put my hand inside. Can you imagine how crazy that was? You lived with this man three and a half years of his ministry. You saw when he raised the dead. You saw when he fed the 5,000, when he fed the 4,000, when he did so many miraculous things. You were there. And you are still saying, no, I can't hear ma, ah. The crazy slang that people speak. Ah, more four. you go for? about And Jesus rebuked him. See, your unbelief is insulting to God. My unbelief is insulting to God. God says, I'm going to bless you. I say, well, Lord, are you really going to bless me? Do you, can you bless? Put yourself in the shoes of a parent. If you were a parent, you have two kids, two daughters, for example. And one of them, when you say, today after church, I'm going to take you to Chicken Republic. Woo! Mommy, 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 that's my mommy. And then she hugs you and pecks you. I love you, mommy, I love you, mommy, I love you. Or if you are a daddy like me, daddy, I love you, love you, love you. I say, I love you too, love you too, love you too. The other one, it's okay. When we go, we shall see. (laughs) If we get there. Will you be pleased with that child? You'll call her and say, what's your problem? You don't ever believe me. No, daddy, I believe you. Honestly, I know, I believe you. I just said, uh, you know, because I don't know your pocket. What's your concern with my pocket? I said, I will take you out. Because you're doubting my ability. You keep doubting me. Now, pastor to members, if I tell you, Daniel, I'm going to give you, I spoke to the other Daniel. I'm speaking to another Daniel here now. After this service, see me in my office. I have a $100 bill in my my pocket. I just want to bless you. I want to sow that seed. Esther, no, I didn't say Esther. I said Daniel. Esther has so much faith. Daniel was still looking at me like, okay, let me process it. Is he joking or is he real? What would you say? Oh, thank you, Esther. Esther responded better. Esther, see me after service. No, I was just joking. <laughs> now you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, and let's let's assume it's real, right? What you say? Is, thank you. Like man, what? But we say where, Pastor? When you give me, I will thank you later. After you have performed the promise, I will now thank you. That's what we do to God. You are healed. Uh, I still feel the pain, no? The symptoms are still there. you healed. Thank you. Receive it first. When I tell my daughter, this Saturday, I'm taking you out. We are going to Domino's Pizza and Cold Stone. So tell me what you want, right? What kind? Of- Start dreaming of the kind of pizza you want to eat. And my son. Oh, man. If you make that promise on Sunday... Saturday and you, it's meant for next Saturday. Saturday I'd better come now. Because on Monday they will come. Daddy, is it not Saturday yet? Oh, no, it's Monday. <laughs> no, I just slept and woke up. I thought it was Saturday. No. They're already eager. And they're giving thanks every day. Thank you, Daddy. God bless you, Daddy. That's what they say when I buy things. Thank you, Daddy. God bless you, Daddy. Then this is my wife. Thank you, Mommy. God bless you, Mommy. I say, yeah, amen. Praise God. Faith. Faith pleases God. Your faith, my faith, pleases God. Can I have an amen? Will somebody leave this church believing God this morning? Yes, believe God for anything. Open up your life. This week you are blessed. Yes. Don't listen to the bad news. Don't don't inundate yourself with the negative news. Nigeria is going down. Kiniko is happening. Whatever, whatever. Ah, UK now. Even the pound self is bleeding. Some of you are planning to go to the UK. Are you already hearing negative news? Ah, and oh God. Oh, there's a woman. But let me let me save the details because you might be watching online. Don't be worried. When you have one negative, ah, it will affect me. If you say so, it will affect you. But if you say, when I get there, my case is different, amen? I'll be treated as royalty, amen? And you will be treated as royalty in Jesus' name. Media, why didn't you take up my scripture? I'm tying it up. Let's stand on our feet, everybody. Put it back there. Let's see what Jesus said to Thomas. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and oh my God! After he saw the print of the nail and the hole by his side, then Jesus said to him, and he's saying to all of us today, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. But hey, blessed, somebody say blessed, are those that have not seen And yet I've believed. Expression house? Does that sound like us? I saw the word blessed. Are we the blessed people? So it means we must be a people of faith. People who believe before they see. Your Your today might not look like your tomorrow. Your today might be small. But hey, 24 hours... It's too much time for God to transform anybody's story. Can you believe God? Are you with me, church? Next week, I'll be dealing with, don't let me say next week, next service. I'll be dealing with, God proposes, man disposes. I will show you from the word of God. But we should end this on the note of faith. I don't know who has a huge burden in their heart. I want you to turn it over to the Lord. And I want you to give him thanks. Like, imagine if I tell you, I have a hundred pounds for you now. See me in my office after service. You will say thank you, won't you? Won't you? Now, God has said more than that. He has promised more than that. Would you say thank you to him? So, I'll I'll give you a moment. Please roll that body over to the Lord and close it with thanksgiving. Everybody, I don't know what your challenge or challenges are. Roll them over to the Lord. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. Till the day is done. Then